You're listening to Northwest Chinese Baptist Church Podcast. To learn more about Northwest, including our gathering time, visit us at nwcbc.org. Today's speaker will be Pastor Stephen Yi. Well, good morning, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Northwest Chinese. I am so glad that you are here together in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ today on this very special day. Today is very special because we get to take some time, some special time to thank God for all of you mothers, for all of our mothers. And as we think about Mother's Day today, I also understand and I know that today can be a difficult day. It can be a difficult day for many people because of what you've gone through, because of loss you've experienced, because of hurt or pain. And I want you to know, brother or sister, that we pray for you today as well. We pray that the peace of God, the comfort of God would be with you today. But would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, God, we praise you. God, you're the creator. You are all-knowing. You are all-powerful. God, you are sovereign. You are totally in control of all things, all the time. And we thank you for bringing us here today, allowing us to come here, to gather together, to worship you. Because you are the only one worthy to be praised. God, thank you that you give us your word. That is truth, truth that we can live and stand upon. Your promises that never fail. God, thank you. For each person that you've brought here today, thank you for those that are joining us online as well. God, I pray that today that you would speak to us and help us to listen. God, would you open our eyes and our hearts, open our minds, that we would be receptive, God, to how you are speaking to us and how you are leading us. God, we thank you for our mothers. God, we thank you for our dear sisters in Christ for how you've used them, God, to bless us and to bless so many others. How you've used them, God, to proclaim your name as they have borne witness, God, to your son, Jesus Christ. God, I pray that you would continue to strengthen them, equip them, to remind them of your goodness and of your presence. God, thank you for being so good to us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, today's message, uh, we're going to keep it short because we have a special treat as well after the message. Our children are going to come and join us and they're going to share a, a short presentation. But I'm so glad to see everybody here. And, and we're going to look, you know, we just finished studying the book of James. And next week we're going to start our new study through the book of Mark, the gospel of Mark. But today... We're going to look at Proverbs chapter 31. Now, as you think about Proverbs, well, there, there, let me share this with you. There is a woman who has haunted and terrified women all over the world for 3,000 years. Her massive shadow and imposing stature towers so high that she is held in awe by all who dare to look at her magnificent and unrivaled portrait. Can you guess who this is? 
<laughs> Who is this Wonder Woman? Who is this larger-than-life lady? You might be thinking about your mother. She is the virtuous woman of Proverbs 31. Many of you have heard of this woman referred to as the Proverbs 31 woman. You know, one pastor comments, she is the role model, the ideal woman. Another writer calls her a woman of valor and a symbol of wisdom. But in order to truly understand what Proverbs 31 is saying, we must understand, we must consider the context of this passage. Really, Proverbs, the whole book of Proverbs is a, is a call to follow God, is a call to wisdom, godly wisdom, wisdom that comes from God alone. See, and when, we, when you study the book of Proverbs, the book of Proverbs illustrates the folly of sin and the blessing of following God by comparing two characters. There's, number one, the adulterous woman, and number two, there's lady wisdom. And so, in light of our passage today comes from this one of Proverbs, and really, this is a poem. This is an acrostic poem shared by a mother to her son. And this acrostic poem takes each letter of the Hebrew alphabet and describes a woman who is everything from A to Z. You can think of it like that. We don't know the Hebrew alphabet, or many of you don't. Some of you do. If you can, let's talk about that later, and you can share it with me. But it's like saying, this is a woman who is everything from A to Z. But here are a couple things that I want you to keep in mind. Proverbs 31, this is not a checklist for living faultless lives. So please, dear sisters, dear friends, this is not something where you have to feel guilty and shameful about if you don't live up to every single aspect of this passage. This is not a checklist. Proverbs 31 is not a command for you to be perfect. And if you aren't perfect, and if you don't live perfect every single day, then you're a failure. This is not that. Proverbs 31 is ultimately a description of a woman who follows Jesus. Proverbs 31 is a description of how God has blessed each of us in the family of God, with every sister in Christ that we have the privilege of knowing, especially our mothers. And when you look at this passage, we cannot help but give thanks to God for mothers. Our mothers, as we are reminded of how women who live faithfully before God in the power of the Holy Spirit bless each one of us and also bring honor to our Lord. Dear sisters, dear mothers, this is a description of you as you faithfully follow our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The first thing, outline in your bulletin if you like to follow along. And today, you might see something different in your outline. The blanks are filled already. This is just one way for us to bless you, to save you some energy of having to... Because No, actually, it's, it's so that you can write down all the other things that are so important. This was not a mistake. This was intentional. Number one, when you look at Proverbs chapter 31, a woman that follows Jesus, she is a trustworthy woman of integrity. And I want you to open up your Bible if you have it or follow along on the screen passage together, piece by piece. 
at verses 10 through 12. It says, a wife of noble character who can find. She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. You see, in verse 10, we see mothers, sisters, you are virtuous. You are noble, meaning strong, capable, and a woman of excellence. You are precious. And a man who finds such a woman is so very blessed by God. Look at verse 11 through 12. It says, you are valuable. With you, a husband lacks no good thing. Sisters, as you follow Jesus, you are a treasure to us brothers and a constant encouragement to us as you follow Jesus Christ as Lord. You see, a woman that follows Jesus is also a hard worker. We're going to move through these eight points very quickly today. A woman that follows Jesus is also a hard worker. Look at verses 13 through 19. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions of her female servants. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. Well, as you see that list of things, uh, of a mother and who she is and what she does, mothers, sisters in Christ, we thank you today and every day for your tireless service to each one of us, your tireless service to your families and the people around you. And I know full well that oftentimes your hard work goes unnoticed. But see, when you look at these verses, in these verses we see that this woman and she uses her head, she uses all of what God has given her. She takes care of her family's needs and she does what she can with what she has without complaint, without self-pity. She does this all to the benefit of her family. And see, there is a book that by Linda Weber, and in her book titled, Mom, You're Incredible, What in the World Do I Do All Day? <laughs> she, she answers that question. What in the world do mothers do all day with all the time that they have? And see, most of us, a lot of us, still need to wrap our heads around what mothers do with their time each day. Now, in this excerpt, there's too many things for me to share, but she lists out some of the things that she is to her family and to her, and some of the things that she does that for me to share today. But now, Linda Weber writes this, answering that question, what in the world do I do all day? A baby feeder, changer, bather, rocker, burper, hugger. Listener to crying, fussing, complaining of questions. And this includes listening to my husband. Picker-upper of food, debris. I am an assistant on school projects and work projects. Reader of thousands of children's books. Censor of all media. I'm the resident historian. 
I'm the planner and hostess of parties for children and adults. I am the executioner of bugs and other pests, keeper of all important family documents, scheduler of appointments and transportation. I'm an attentive and loving spouse. I am the emergency medical technician and driver. I am the nail clipper. I am the counselor and therapist. I am the cleaner of all surfaces and clothing types. I am a buyer, consultant. I am a financial advisor. I am the hairstylist. I am a seeker of God, and I am a prayer warrior. See, mothers, we know that you work hard because it comes from your heart, a heart that loves God and a heart that loves people. You work for the good of your family and others. And I want you to know that we appreciate you. And God knows your love because he is the one that has instilled that heart into you. The third characteristic, she is compassionate. Look at verse 20. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. Mothers, sisters, you are tender-hearted and aware of the needs of those who hurt and those that suffer. See, these verses, in this one verse, it shows that, that this woman cares for the poor and the needy. Sisters, thank you for how you use what God has blessed you with to be a blessing to other people. God has wired you uniquely. God has gifted you especially for the things that he has planned for you to do. And it's so evident for how you love, for how you care for those that are in need. Mothers, sisters, you are compassionate. Mothers, we thank God that you are also prepared and that you persevere in tough times. Look at verses 21 and 22. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. <clears throat> Excuse me, life. <clears throat> we all know that life has its ups and downs. Life's ha life has its trials and temptations. Life has it, its, its moments where we celebrate and times where we have failed. <clears throat> but a woman of faith in Jesus Christ is well aware of this. And she is prepared to face it all. She takes care of others in verse 21. And in verse 22, she knows how to take care of herself as well. This woman is blessed by God. Responsible. A good manager of all that God has given her. Which is why God provides so lavishly. Yet what does this woman do? She does not hoard riches or brag about them. She seeks to give and to share them with others. And you see her fine clothing is just a glimpse, a glimpse of the radiant beauty that shines forth from her heart and her soul. Mothers, this is you. She is a blessing to her husband. Look at verse 23. Her husband is elected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. Husbands, how many husbands do we have here today? Yes, some of you. Raise it proud, yes. You're a husband to your wife. Husbands, whichever one of you has found a wife that follows Jesus, you are truly blessed. 
This woman described here compliments her husband in every way and builds him up in all situations. See, this passage tells us that she enhances his reputation and extends his responsibilities. It doesn't mean she just has honey-do lists and adds more and more work. But what does it mean that she, she extends his responsibilities? It means she is such a compliment, such a helpmate to her husband that his reputation has grown to be so great and he is able to do and accomplish so many things that he is asked to do more because of the help from his wife. Not because his wife nags him to do more. I know and I thank God every day for my wife and mother of our children because she is such a blessing, a blessing from the Lord. Children, come, come in, sit at the front. Women of faith are also, they are blessed with wisdom from God. Look at verses 24 through 27. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not, does not eat the bread of idleness. You see, this woman... If you think about it, what is this describing? This woman is active with her hands. She's adorned by her character, appropriate in her speech, and she is attentive to her home. Every day, in every way, God gives this woman the wisdom to do what is right at the right time. Dear sisters, I pray. I thank you for the wisdom that God has given you, and I pray that daily you would continue to seek God's wisdom that you would ask for it, that you would pray for it and know that when we ask for wisdom, that is a prayer that God wants to answer. The seventh characteristic of a woman of faith, she is admired by her family. Verse 28 and 29, her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Look at this. Her children bless her, and her husband praises her. You know, there's a woman, Iris Krasnow, a former United Press international reporter. And she was, was recorded uh, one day talking about uh, her experience with her mother and then her experience in life as she has grown into adulthood. But she shares this, and I quote, I remember when I was a college student home on holiday breaks, the sight of my own stay-at-home mother wearing her red checkered dish towel over one shoulder and doing crossword puzzles. It used to rile me over the oppression of wives stuck in their kitchens. Today, I am exhilarated by the wife-mother role I once believed to be the death of dreams. Nothing ever felt so powerful, so free, so spiritually right than being a mother who organizes a home and fights for her children on every front. Brothers and sisters, it is the wisdom of a noble woman that inspires praise from her family and from those who know her best. And mothers, I want you to know I'm sure there are times when you feel defeated, there are times when you feel stressed, when you feel frustrated, and when you feel faulty. But I want you to know 
that God knows this and God is with you and God is always good. God created you for this very moment to, to minister to the very people that are around you and where you are. He is using you. He is using you to plant seeds of the gospel, to raise up another generation of followers of Jesus, to plant seeds in every arena of life. And I want you to know God is making beautiful things in and through you. And we admire you because through you, we see a glimpse of our Savior. And here's the last one. A woman of faith is honored by the Lord. A woman of faith is honored by the Lord, our Lord, our God. Look at verse 30 and 31. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. You see, think about this. This chapter and section specifically ends the book of Proverbs, known to be a book of wisdom. But look at what this is highlighting. Here's this, this tribute to this incredible woman. It ends as it should with an eternal perspective and praise from the Lord. You see, this woman, think about this woman, all that we've read about just now and that we've described. This woman has godly perspective. Look at verse 30. Charm and beauty aren't, they're not bad. <laughs> We're thankful for charm and for beauty, but they simply are not what makes a woman great. Sisters, mothers, know that it is not because of your outward beauty that you are great. It is because of what God and what Jesus, our Lord and Savior, is doing inside of you. That's what makes you great. You see, this woman seeks treasure in heaven, and she sets her sights on things above. Physical appearance, we all know, is fleeting. It does not last. It does not endure. But the woman of faith, on the other hand, lives a fruitful life worthy of praise. Her passion is Jesus to know him, to love him, and to fear him. You see, Proverbs, it begins, if you think about it, and if you were to look back at the beginning of the book of Proverbs, it, it begins with a dad telling his song, his son, his son, telling his son to make woman wisdom his wife. And it ends with a husband praising his wife. Woman wisdom points to Jesus. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who is the embodiment of, of God's wisdom. You see, the key, sisters, the key to being a great mom, the key to being a great mom is to be a saved mom, a born-again woman of God, trusting our Lord and Savior all the way to heaven. You see, the woman of Proverbs 31 is not just any woman. She is a woman submitted to Jesus Christ and saved by His grace through faith in Him alone. And today and every day, we honor and applaud you, mothers, our mothers, and our dear sisters in Christ today. We honor you. We thank God for you. And yet, we know that the praises of this world crumble and pale in comparison to the acknowledgement of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who will one day say, and we pray this, well done, good and faithful servant. 
you were faithful with a few things, I will put you in charge of many things. Enter the joy of your master. Mothers, thank you for loving and for giving to the Lord. Thank you for being examples of Jesus Christ to us. Thank you for loving us. We thank God for you. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father God, we thank you for our mothers. You have blessed us so tremendously with them and through them. And God, we know that you are the one that has changed them from the inside out. You are the one that is, continues to mold them and make them into your likeness. And so God, I want to lift them up to you in prayer today. Not only our mothers, but our dear sisters in Christ. That as we study this passage, we know that this isn't just for women. This is for all of us as followers of Jesus. We look at the amazing works that you have done and that you do in each one of us. When we surrender our lives to you, when we live a life fueled by faith, when we put our trust in you and we seek to live out all of your word, all of your commands to your glory. God, thank you for our mothers and God, thank you for each person here today. And I pray and I know that there's someone here, not just women, but brothers, men as well. Someone here hasn't put their trust in you as Lord and Savior. Some of, someone here is struggling and wrestling with something in their life. And yet, God, I believe that you brought them here today and you brought them to this point, this very moment, because you, desire, you love them and you desire for them to put their trust in Jesus Christ as Lord. And I pray that today that there would be someone, that they would, that they would repent of their sin, they would acknowledge that they're a sinner, and they would recognize, Jesus, that you died for us on the cross, gave your life, and took our sin. And God, I pray that today they would acknowledge that, that they're a sinner, that they need you to save them, that they would acknowledge that Jesus Christ, you are God's son, that you died and rose from the dead, and that they would confess today, they would confess Jesus as Lord. And God, I also pray that as we see how you bless us, through our dear mothers, through our dear sisters in Christ. God, I pray that you would lead us as followers of Jesus, as your children, God, that you would lead us to greater faith, that you would lead us to obedience, to follow you, to take that next step, whatever that may require and whatever that involves. I pray, God, that we would take that step to trust you, to follow you, to live for you until we see you face to face. And God, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Brothers and sisters, we want to invite you to respond to what God has been speaking to you this morning. And before our children come up today, we're going to sing this song. And I want you to know, if you made a decision, if you put your trust in Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, if you feel God is leading you to take that next step and leading you to serve or to live in light of his promises or his commands, I want to invite you to come and to share it with me so that I can pray with you today, so that we can encourage you as a church. As we sing, as we stand, I want to invite you to stand right now. Please stand. We're going to sing this song. And if God has, has led you to make a decision or to take that next step, would you come? And would you come and share it with me so that I can pray with you? If you're encouraged by today's message, be sure to follow us on Spotify and hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you stream your podcast. To listen to the other sermons and watch our live gatherings, visit us online at nwcbc.org. 
We look forward to see the difference God will make in your life. Thank you so much for listening to Northwest Chinese Baptist Church Podcast.